Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Disco Yeti podcast. This is a podcast where I explain pretty much anything to do with Disney and Disney World, whether it is tips and tricks, my opinions on certain things, planning advice, or just any general information on Disney. This is the place to be. So today, something that I wanted to talk about is how to make the most of a really quick, more of a weekend style trip to Disney World. So I've done this kind of twice. One of them was a true, we were only really in the park Saturday and Sunday. We went, you know, we flew in on a Friday night and we left on a Monday morning, which is something that if you live in Orlando or in Florida somewhere, close by where you can easily drive this isn't really a problem that you might have but if you're like me who lives in Boston which is far away and cold um, a weekend trip sounds very appealing um, most of the year and it requires you to book flights and really go through this whole process so that's what we did that time and then a couple years ago I also did what I call I mean, we were there I guess for kind of it was more of a three-day type of thing we were in parks for two and a half days So that was a little bit more, but really is a very, very short trip and a short time to be at Disney World. So the most recent one was um, in September of this year, me and my boyfriend and a friend went for my birthday, which is in kind of the first week-ish of September. I think first for a trip like this, you have to be, it has to be something that you want. It has to be something that everyone is on board for. Um, And I don't think it's really something that would go well for people who maybe aren't all on the same page about what they want to get out of the trip, you know, because I'm sure some people would want to go for the weekend, get as much done as they can, ride as many rides, see as many things, and really take all of it in and do all that they can while they're there. And other people might want to have a looser schedule, a looser structure to everything, and might just kind of want to enjoy being at Disney and relax and go to restaurants and maybe not go to all the parks, but just kind of soak in some Disney time while they can. So I will say that for me, we did the first option because I am totally a ride person and that is what I wanted. So uh, later on, I'll tell you everything we were able to do in the two days that we were there. Um, I think it's a bit of a selling point actually for a well-planned two-day weekend. But like I said before, if you're thinking about doing a weekend trip like this, you want to make sure it is what you really want to do. Do you want to spend the money on just being there for such a short time? Or do you want to wait until maybe another time when you could go for at least three or four full days And maybe have some more time to relax and to really just some more time to relax, you know, to spend at Disney World. So make sure that a a weekend trip is truthfully what you want and what you're up for. And like I said before, you want to make sure that you have the right group of people going with you and that everyone's kind of on the same page. Now, we are all, all three of us are adults, um, young adults who went on this trip. So um, I would not really recommend doing something like this with kids. It is pretty exhausting. Um, And so I would say definitely this would be something for for probably teenagers and up. Another crucial thing to think about before you go and while you're starting to plan your weekend trip is the timing. You know, if you're going for a longer amount of time, a different, in a different point of the year where maybe it is busier, 
you have enough time to go when the crowds might be a little lower to go to one park for a few hours and then leave if it gets too busy you you know you have that luxury with a weekend trip big crowds long lines can really diminish what you're able to do it can make the trip feel almost not worth it and like you're not able to get as much done as you want now you know there's a lot of talk now about how there's really no true off season anymore at Disney World I mean just look at this past February crowds were astronomical in my opinion compared to what a typical February is like Um, so it is becoming harder and harder to plan if you're able to go at a slower time but I will say that I was very lucky with when I chose to go on my two brief trips Um, so like I said this most recent one was in September and so we went the very first week of September um, for that kind of first weekend or might have been the second weekend in September and typically that's not a very busy time because that's when all the kids start school when everyone starts school up again and so there's not really that many people there it is also hot in Florida at that time like we're talking 90s um humid just really really hot sunny all the time um so not many people really want to go then uh so it worked out very well it's a well-timed birthday on my part if I may um so that worked out really well the other time that I went was also one of the more notoriously slow times of the year um and it's for another reason that makes sense so like school being back in session for September I went the first uh, like the end of the first week and beginning of the second week in December so the reason that this is kind of an off time is because it's right after all the huge crowds for Thanksgiving and it's right before all the huge crowds for Christmas you know if people had taken vacation for Thanksgiving usually everyone's back in school for a couple weeks and no one's really taking a vacation a week or two before Christmas time and what's really nice about that time is that you get to go and experience all of the holiday decorations and all of the holiday magic without really long crowds or really uh, really big crowds or really long lines. So the next thing I would say to start thinking about if you are starting to get a little bit more serious now about planning a weekend trip, one of the first things I look at after who I'm going with and when I'm going is where I'm staying because making your hotel reservation is what can unlock more for you. Um, It lets you start making your dining reservations as long as it's 180 days or less in advance. Um, And so that makes planning your trip just a little bit easier. So for the hotel, it really depends on what you want to spend money on. Um, As I said before, you know, I'm a graduate student. Um, My friends are who went with me are young adults and so we were not looking to spend an extravagant amount of money on this trip which was another reason that we did such a short trip so that is a plus of a of a weekend two two to three day trip so in my opinion I don't think spending money on a hotel for a very short trip is worth it if you're going to spend the money on a nicer moderate or maybe even deluxe hotel you want to actually have time to spend in the hotel um we were barely in our room at all over this weekend and we were barely in our room at all um when I went a few years ago in December um and both times I did this I stayed at an all-star hotel the first time a few years ago we did all-star movies and this most recent time we were at all-star music the only thing 
that I will say um, is when you stay at an all-star resort, while the deal is pretty good for what you get, the only transportation option is the bus. So I, I would see where if you maybe have a little bit more money to spend, where you might want to you might want to stay at Pop or you might want to stay at like Art of Animation. But yeah, so those two hotel options have the Skyliner um, in addition to buses. And so if you want a little bit of a different transportation option, you know, and you are willing to spend just a little bit more money, you could stay at one of those resort hotels. Oh, and also, so here's the thing. If you know the parks well, you know the seasons well, you're going to know that for this weekend trip, you are going at an off time when it is not very busy. If you want to stay at an all-star hotel, um, they have, I think it's five buildings. And like building number one is closest to where you check in and where the food court is and everything. And then two, three, four, five going back. If you don't really care about the theming of your room or of the area that you're in, there's no reason to not want to be in either the first or second hotel building. So on this most recent trip, we had booked, I don't remember what it's called, but it is the cheapest room where it is literally just a room with two, I think, full-size beds and a bathroom. And like, that's it. The bathroom didn't even have a door. It had like a curtain. Um, and I, this was back in gosh 2017 that I did this the first time I think it was 2017 so there weren't all these new um, renovations to the all-star rooms with like the pull-down beds and all that type of stuff the new art um, so I think that those things make it a little bit more worth it now so that was pretty tough the first time that I stayed um, but this most recent trip in September we booked the exact same type of room but when I went to check before we got there um, I went to check you know, what our room was, what section we were in. We were in the fifth building, so the farthest building away. And let me tell you, it is a trek. It is a long walk. I don't actually know how long it is, but it is a long ways to be walking. And we were going to be getting in late, leaving very early, all of those things, and we did not want to be far away. And obviously, I know there was no chance that the hotel was so full that they only could put us in the fifth building. So I gave them a call. And um, I said it was going to be very difficult for us to be walking back and forth from the fifth building and that we were really hoping to get in the first or second building if possible. Um, and after having to explain that for some reason two or three times to the cast member, um, I got a manager and they were able to change that for us. So we were then placed in the second building at All Star Music, which I don't even remember, to be honest, what the themings were. Um, all-Star Music is actually my least favorite of the three All-Stars. I like All-Star Movies, um, and then I like All-Star Sports, and then All-Star Music, but that's fine. Everything's fine. It was cheap. Anyways, so then we get into our new room once we finally get there, um, you know, pretty late that night, and not only did they move our room to the second building, but they gave us a much nicer room. Um, it wasn't just a room with two little beds and a curtained-off bathroom, it was a, I guess, more of like a little suite. I don't exactly know what type of room it is. I'm sorry off the top of my head. But it had, when you walk in, it had a large pullout couch and a small pullout. Um, so maybe more of like a, a full-size pullout and then like a, a, like a twin-size pullout. It had two bathrooms. So it had two sink areas, 
and then two bathrooms with a toilet and a shower so we had two showers um and then there was also a little kind of kitchen not like a nice kitchenette that some of the other hotels have but a a little kitchen space with like another sink a little fridge um and some counter space then there was a whole room with a um full-size bed chair you know that whole extra little room so we really got upgraded so i definitely always want to encourage people you know to to reach out um not to complain necessarily but just to see if there's anything else that disney and the cast members can do for you because more often than not if it's possible they will do it because they want you to have you know a magical stay and a magical vacation so that's my little plug for always trying to kind of stick up for yourself a little bit especially if you know that there was really no reason for you to be put in a certain area or a certain room um and just kind of see if they can accommodate you so that worked out very well for us even though we were barely in the room it was a lot more comfortable for the three of us so like i said before planning this can go two ways you can be very loose and unstructured or you can be super planned out there are there are pros and cons to both of them pros to being kind of more loose and unstructured is maybe you're able to be more present be more in the moment um, and kind of take more in of the parks and of the ambiance and the, the feelings of of being in that disney magic and a very planned out trip in my opinion lets you accomplish more and let, let you experience more while you're there So it's up to you on what you're going for, and we did the very planned out version. So we were thinking, okay, well, what parks, what parks do we really want to go to on this recent trip? All of them. We could not cut out one park, um, so we had to go to all of them. When I went in 2017, we did not go to Hollywood Studios. In 2017, you know, Galaxy's Edge wasn't open. I don't even know if Toy Story Land was open yet while there were rides there that we loved and liked to go on it wasn't our top priority to get there so we did not go to hollywood studios on that trip but on this most recent trip we went to all four parks at least two per day i think on the first day we did animal kingdom epcot and magic kingdom at night just to go see happily ever after then the next day i believe we did hollywood studios and magic kingdom So seriously, my biggest tip is to make the most of your time there. Utilize everything that you can. Wake up early, stay out late, do what you want, eat what you want, get the snacks that you want. Really just try to experience as much as you can. I really recommend utilizing the extra magic hours when you're there in a time-limited trip uh, and you have a lot that you want to accomplish. It makes things a lot easier either to have a morning extra magic hours and to be able to maybe get on a ride that you didn't have a fast pass for that's usually pretty busy or then to be able to stay in the parks nice and late just to have a nice full day while you're there. Another tip that I have to say when you're planning is to steer clear of clogging up a lot of your time with dining reservations if that's not what you're there for. I think our only two dining reservations were at Oga's Cantina which really wasn't dining we had we each had like one drink it it was in the morning too that was all we could really figure out so um I think we had non-alcoholic drinks whatever the iced tea the iced tea was pretty good and it wasn't crazy outrageously priced um whatever that iced tea is I recommend it I think it is Joffrey's um but that was delicious and then we had the oh I think it was called Oga's Obsession it's like a it's like a jello 
plate with like a bunch of other stuff in it but anyway so we had that which really isn't a dining experience um and then we also had a reservation at be our guest which is one of my favorite places um so we went there one of the days as well but that was all we had in terms of reserved dining because really they can take up a lot of time depending on where you go and if you are trying to get the most out of rides you're not going to want to spend a lot of time sitting and eating at a restaurant so otherwise what we did for food was honestly one late night we ate at the food court at the hotel um, which was really cute it was my birthday I had my pin on and one of the cast members gave me a free cupcake so I might have cried it was very sweet um, but in addition we ate we had Ronto wraps we ate at um, Picos Bills and had nachos we ate a lot of snacks there was a lot of Mickey bars happening we ate a bunch of food at the booths for food and wine um, so we really made it that way. I mean, one morning we had Mickey waffles, you know, we were able to really fit in a lot without having a lot of dining reservations. And like I said before, we were staying at a hotel where buses were really the only option for us. And I know a lot of people hate the buses. I have never had a problem with them. Like never. Um, I've been very lucky that things have always worked out for me on the buses. They weren't too crowded no long waits you know everything was really fine um so those worked out well for us and I think that does also have to do with going at a not very busy time of the year so we were there for just a weekend and it was for my birthday and I am a ride person all I want is to go on my favorite rides and go on them as many times as I can um and for me that really is most of the Disney magic um, and obviously the experiences the themings the the lands everything goes into that um, so rides were really our priority if you're still not convinced or you're doubting the effectiveness or you're doubting how much you can do in a weekend trip let me just walk you through what we were able to ride in those two days and so remember we really only had six fast passes over those two days I don't really think we used same day fast passes except for maybe once or twice so we probably only used a total of eight fast passes in those two days and we were able to ride get ready flight of passage navi river journey everest two or three times the safari kali river rapids dinosaur spaceship earth soren test track smugglers run twice rock and roller coaster tower of terror toy story mania pirates of the caribbean seven dwarves mine train thunder mountain i think three times Haunted Mansion, Splash Mountain, Space Mountain, Space Ranger Spin, The People Mover, and the Tomorrowland Speedway. In addition to all of those rides, like I said, we ate at Oga's and at Be Our Guest. We experienced Galaxy's Edge with low crowds very soon after its opening because Rise of the Resistance wasn't open yet. We got to experience the Food and Wine Festival, watched Happily Ever After, and on our last night there, we went to the Halloween party. Just saying all of that was exhausting, and let me tell you, doing all of it was exhausting too. It seriously was, and I know that can be a major deterrent for a lot of people. And, you know, one of those kind of Disney rookie things to say is, oh man, after my Disney vacation, I think I need another vacation. Basically saying that you need rest after your Disney vacation. Typically, I'm not someone who endorses that idea, because usually that means, you know, you, you were trying to do too much and you didn't plan very well. You didn't give yourself breaks. You didn't prepare, etc. I will say this was exhausting. For me, there's no other way to do a weekend trip 
anywhere um, that's not going to be tiring. I think we walked somewhere in between a half marathon and a marathon in those two days, which is a lot of steps. That's a lot of walking. We were very sore. We were tired, but we were thrilled. We were happy to have done it. We were happy to have had those experiences all together and to have made those memories. And for me, it was particularly special to actually have been in the parks on my actual birthday. I know you're allowed to celebrate your birthday any time of the year at Disney World, but there was something so, so fantastic and extra, extra special for me about being there on the day. Um, if you have any more questions or want more information on going to Disney on your birthday, you can check out an earlier podcast I did all about that. Back to it being exhausting, I think we only slept literally a few hours each night because of how late we were there and then how early we would get up, but seriously, it was just so incredibly worth it to go through all of these rides, do all these things, and have all these experiences together. I will say we did plan this most recent trip right at the crux of a lot of things happening. So we did it on purpose to be able to go to Galaxy's Edge pretty early on. To be able to go to the Halloween party, which none of us had ever been to, and to be able to see the Halloween decor at Magic Kingdom. And to be able to go to the Food and Wine Festival. All of those things were all going on at the same time at a not very busy time of year. So it was kind of a perfect storm, a perfect time to go. Moral of the story, how to wrap things up. If you're planning a weekend trip, it is a really short time. It is up to you if you just want to experience the magic of Disney for a few days and relax, or if you want to do what we did and try to experience it all. It is doable. It is possible. Um, and I think that it's totally worth it if you're up for it. So I do recommend doing these little weekend trips, especially if you're someone who lives far away like me and isn't able to go all the time. These can be a cheaper, still expensive, it is Disney World, and you need to buy flights and tickets and a hotel and food and everything, but it's cheaper than dishing out for four or five, six day long stays throughout the year. And it's a way to kind of get your little Disney fix and to make some nice Disney memories in a short period of time and then go right back to class or go right back to work afterwards, feeling a little refreshed at least mentally and emotionally, um, from having your Disney needs met and from getting a little dose of Disney. Man, I'm feeling a little bit exhausted just explaining all of that, but I still think it's totally worth it. Um, and if you're considering it, I say go for it. Let me know if you are considering a weekend trip and want any advice or any tips on planning or on anything else that I did not talk about here. So please feel free, follow me on Instagram and Twitter at DiscoYeti underscore pod, send me a message, or email me at DiscoYetiPodcast at gmail.com. Uh, I am more than happy to answer any questions that you might have. Also, please, you know, if you like the podcast, please rate and review. Um, I'm on pretty much every platform that you can get podcasts on, um, and I love having feedback, so please feel free to do that as well. All right, well, thank you so much for listening, and I'll be talking to you again real soon. Bye.